What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overs, episode 101 for Saturday, April 23rd. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always by my dude, Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? Uh, we're we're back. You know, we're not dead. We skipped the show last week, but you know, we're back again today. We're ready to hit the ground running. We got a bunch of stuff to cover. I'm excited to go over it, man. But let's start where we always start. Let's tell the people what you've been playing, dude. Yes, I played one video game. Great. Me too. Let's hear yours first. <laughs> Uh, I played that, uh, that Life is Strange, True Colors. Oh, how was it? It's probably my favorite Life is Strange so far. I only played the first chapter. I played chapter one. It's on, it's on Game Pass, so I was like, oh yeah, finally I can check this out now. And, yeah, I, so far after the first chapter, it's my favorite so far. Get to know. That's really good. I, I was pretty excited for it, just seeing like the trailers and stuff. It seemed like it was doing something pretty unique and different. They didn't just copy like the time travel thing again from the first game. So I'm, I was excited for that. Yeah, it was but... definitely on my list. And now that it's on Game Pass, I have to check it out. Any like highlights or things that stand out about that you liked a lot? I like that her um, her power. She she already like starts with her power, and she like already knows about it, but she's not really. It's not really a power. It's more of like her her power is like she can feel people's emotions. Yeah. But like to like an extreme degree. She only not only does she feel their emotions, but she feels like everything they're going through, she'll like see what they see through through their eyes and 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 everything. So if someone's like really scared, she'll feel that. If someone's like super angry, she'll she'll feel that. And then she'll actually like lash out if she's super angry uh and i i think they um as someone who doesn't really uh express emotions a lot myself there's another character her brother actually they like have a little discussion it's like man what's that like being able to like feel emotions and yeah they they like have like a discussion about it a little bit where it's like yeah yeah yeah, that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> um, Very cool. But all the characters are pretty cool. That's the one thing about this game that, because I, I just finished Life is Strange 2, the one with the brothers. And the one thing I noticed about that game off the bat was just how unrealistic all of the writing was or all of the situations that people were getting into. Not that they were unrealistic, but it was just super fucking over the top. It was the most extreme versions of those types of encounters that that you get run into, yeah. and it just it just came off super just ridiculous and, and over the top. <laughs> Whereas this game, everyone feels is supernatural. Everyone's just talking and acting in a very realistic ways. In in that, like, I really like all of the characters and interactions that that i've had so far even the people that you're kind of supposed to not like they they've made pretty likable um yeah i don't know it's it's so far to me it's the it's the best one so far just off the bat it's good but, 
uh, yeah, I need to play through. I need to play through the rest of it. It's got me. It's got me excited for the rest of it. So that's good. I gotta try it now. Then it's on Game Pass, like you said. So I don't have an excuse. It's not gonna cost me anything but time to go play it. Yeah. So I gotta check that out. I haven't been playing a lot lately, but with a story we're gonna cover later, I decided. You know, I'm gonna go back, give Kingdom Hearts three a second chance because I wasn't too hot on it when I played it initially. And at first, I was like, okay, maybe I was too harsh on this game. It's not that bad. I played on a higher difficulty, so I'm like, okay, it's a little bit better. Still, it's way too easy, but it's a little bit better. And then that ending, I was like, nope, I'm still, my opinion on this game is still the same. The ending's like super lazy. It's like the story is so lazy in Kingdom Hearts 3. It's like, it's frustrating as fuck, dude. Like, this is a series that at that point, I think has been around for like, what, 10 years? And. I feel like the story just kind of gets made up as it's going along. And then right with Kingdom Hearts 3, it's like, okay, cool, we're going to get, like, a satisfying conclusion. Nope. It's very vague, and there aren't a lot of cutscenes explaining what's going on in the middle of the story, and a lot of the things that happen in the game aren't really consequential up until the end. It's seriously, like, it's jarring how these cutscenes are handled. It's like Phantom Pain for the first, like, 90% of the game, and the last 10% turns into fucking Guns of the Patriots. It's insane. <laughs> Just how much they try to cram in at the very last, like, 10% of the game. And it's like, okay, now here's all the story stuff, and now here's all the... the big revelations. Just one after another after another... Most of the ending is just, like, cutscenes and quick-time events. Like, explaining, like, what's happening next, what's going on. It doesn't drip-feed it at all. It's really fucking frustrating. And I'm still of the same mindset that the ending itself, it's supposed to be this, like, happy ending, concluding a lot of stuff. And some of it's handled very well, but most of it just feels undeserved. And it just kind of happens. And I'm really explain what's going on. Characters come back from the dead, and they just kind of hand-wave it. Like, oh, this happened. This is a thing that just exists. They just make up rules as they go along. Which is frustrating, and I'm not even going to get into fucking how complicated the game is. Like, every character has, like, another version of themselves that's in this game. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, I hate it. I hate everything about the story, still. And I thought, like, I was maybe too harsh on it initially. And it wasn't until I played it again. I was like, nope, story still fucking sucks. <laughs> and the gameplay is only, like, okay to, like doesn't even make up for it really with how bad the story is <laughs> i've not and finished I, kingdom hearts 3 yet so it's not a great game so that's fine yeah like the gameplay is like okay like i played it when i first played it my initial complaint was like the combat's too like floaty and loose and the game's too easy so when i restarted i was like i'll play it on proud mode i'll, I'll play it on the hard difficulty setting and give it another shot maybe that'll help clean up a bit and it does a little bit the game's still easy as fuck, though, so... Like, it's nowhere near, like, the difficulty of, like, Kingdom Hearts 2. I think Kingdom Hearts 2 is, like, the peak of Kingdom Hearts. Like, that's what every game should try to be modeled after. And every game after that has just been trying to catch up with Kingdom Hearts 2, and it's really frustrating. I thought 3 was going to be this, like, big evolution that we needed, but it's not. Um, the gameplay is only okay. It's like a step below what Kingdom Hearts 2 is doing. So it's not bad, but it's not great either. Nothing really to write home about. Um, it does a lot of stuff I do like, but that's like super specific. I don't want to get into unless you're like a big fan of the games. Like a lot of what I'm going to say isn't going to make sense. The gameplay perspective. 
But my biggest complaint is the fucking story. I gave up like on the story so long ago when they introduced time travel in the th in the three DS game, <laughs> which is like a dumb mechanic that did not need to exist in a game that's already so fucking complicated. <laughs> And they just like double down on it in Kingdom Hearts 3. And especially with the uh, DLC that's supposed to expand on the ending. Didn't fucking answer any questions for me like at all. And it seriously just feels like a re it's a, it's a time travel story. And it's, it literally just feels like a retelling of like that last 10% of the game just over again. And honestly, I felt ripped off playing through it. <laughs> like it's really, really disappointing with how, how lame this story is. And the only reason why I play is Kingdom Hearts 4 is set to come out, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And I was like, okay, maybe I was too harsh on 3. I'll give it another shot. It's been like a, a year or two since the last time I played it. Nope, still sucks. Still not great. <laughs> and I just finished the DLC yesterday because I was kind of dreading doing it. Because I played the first half of it, and I'm like, this is just the fucking last 10% of the game, but with some extra cutscenes added in. Which already had a fucking million cutscenes and didn't need like there's a there's a scene at the end of the game that's like legit it feels like the microwave hallway scene from Guns of the Patriots. But yeah. it goes on for like fucking ten minutes, dude. And they add like extra cutscenes in the middle of it. And you're playing as like Mickey, and it's supposed to be this like dramatic thing, but I'm fucking Mickey Mouse. Like <laughs> God, it's so frustrating. Like everything about it pissed me off. I was so mad. I was, like, legit in a bad mood after playing it. I went to bed angry. This was the last thing I did before I went to bed, and I went to bed angry because of this game. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that, that was, that's why I ran. I don't want to make this, like, a Kingdom Hearts episode, but that's, that's all I've played the last, like, since Kingdom Hearts 4 got announced. That's literally all I've been playing. And I still, my opinions are the same. Maybe we can have, like, a long show one day where I just bitch about Kingdom Hearts 3 for an hour, but today's not that day. <laughs> I liked I like the worlds, like the individual worlds I thought was were okay. They're okay if you don't think about them too much because I feel like a lot of the story So Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 were great cuz it was either like a retelling of the movie that it's based on or like its own like story sequel to the movie. So those are fun, but with Kingdom Hearts 3, I feel like a lot of them, especially like Frozen, sticks out a lot because it feels so lazy because the, the worlds all feel huge. Like they're, they're huge, these huge worlds you can, exp you can travel through. Yeah. And with the new movement mechanics, you, there's a lot of verticality to it, but it's all like empty. There's nothing to do in it really than fight Heartless. And on top of that, the stuff that is happening isn't really consequential to like the grand scheme of things. Like Frozen, for example, is a great is a great example because it's literally just like the movie story, but Sora and the rest and his crew like aren't really in it that much. Like they're kind of in the background while stuff is happening. And that's what I like, you climb though. up I, I like you... because I because well because the game expects you to have played fucking every single Kingdom Hearts game and I definitely haven't. So I'm like, I already don't know what the fuck any of these people are or, or what's happening yeah. with, the, with the overall story that when it just drills down into like the individual world, I'm like, this I understand. This I can get behind. This is this is cool. And then you the just way it on. tells a lot of them, I'll argue, is like really lazy because again, yeah. Frozen is just like a retelling of the of the game of the movie. But 
Sora and the crew are like less involved in it than they really should be. And the thing I hated, why the fuck does it make you climb that mountain like three times? <laughs> like literally you climb the top of it and then some bullshit happens, you fall back down to the bottom and you climb up, it happens like twice. It's so frustrating and lazy. The frozen and one they, was the worst one, but. I'll argue the frozen one, Pirates of the Caribbean and the Big Hero 6 one were like my least favorites. And I it's because, ones, yeah. so here's what sucks about the Pirates of the Caribbean one is that it gives you a ship, which is fucking cool. Literally, like the first cutscene is like pretty interesting. It sets up some stuff. And then after that, you and your crew get like stranded on an island. You find a ship and the game tells you like, oh, here's like the end of the fucking level. It's right here. You can go there, take it on if you want, but your ship's kind of under leveled. So explore the map and like level your ship up. And that's like the whole thing. It's really frustrating. You can just jump right to the end whenever you want to, but you don't want to do that because your ship's like under leveled. So it kind of forces you to like explore the map and level your ship up. And while that's happening, it's literally like the beginning of Parts of the Caribbean 3 and then like the last 20 minutes of the movie. The whole movie happened and you weren't there to experience it. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and Big Hero 6 is the same problem because the world's like too big. It's like this open like city. Like, you explore the entire San Francisco city. And the story's pretty interesting because it's like a sequel to Big Hero 6. But they kind of just hand wave stuff that happened in the first game or in the first movie. And it's a very similar idea. You're just like, it's this open world that doesn't really do anything. And the game tells you where to go anyway. So it didn't have to be this, this open. It could have just been like the normal corridor level design that the older games had. And honestly, it would have been more fun because I'm not just exploring a world that doesn't have anything to explore really it's just big for the sake of being big yeah like I, like i said i don't want to make this a kingdom hearts episode but i could seriously rant like all day about the shit i hated with kingdom hearts 3 and honestly i wouldn't have been so harsh on it if it didn't take so fucking long for the game to come out because the game was hyped up so much like kingdom hearts 3 is the only game series i know where i get this hyped up for the third game we've had like nine games in between to like keep me satisfied but I was still like, like, oh, this is the end of it. They're going to wrap everything up in a nice, satisfying way that's going to make the last 10 years worth it. Nope. No, they fucking didn't. They did not at all. And anyone who thinks they are, you're fucking coping. I'm going to throw that out there right now. You're just upset <laughs> that you wasted 10 years of your life on a shitty story. And if you legitimately think like this was a great ending to the series, I, you're, you're wrong. <laughs> There's no nice way to say it. You're wrong. <laughs> like i i was i was so upset i was so upset about this game dude like i was again i thought i was being too harsh on it but nope played again still not a great game and i'm really upset that uh this is supposed to be like this fantastic conclusion to kingdom hearts i mean not really there's a fourth game coming out but we'll talk about that later <laughs> yeah. anyway that was that was the kingdom hearts hour <laughs> Uh, Jesus, let's get into some news, man. Um, so Sony and Microsoft are working on in-game ad programs for their games. Um, what they the the big talk is reportedly they're developing programs that'll help bring in-game advertisements to free-to-play games. Which I'm not a hundred percent against, but I know it's gonna be abused like crazy if Sony and Microsoft are working on this. 
You know what I mean? Like free to play games already have like a very predatory transaction system. Yeah. That a, yeah, where a free to play game, you can spend like an infinite amount of money on a free to play game, and that, that's the one of the things I don't like about them is that there's no like limit to how much you can spend on it. What they're saying and, about it is that they're yeah. they're going to try to make them seem natural. Like what they're saying is they're not yeah. going to just put in ads everywhere what they're gonna do is like if you're playing like a racing game the billboards will have like sprite advertisements on them or they're they're, they're trying to like put them in logical places but that's only that's only something that works in very specific kinds of games where you have yeah billboards and shit like that or like sports games where they have you know shit along the the sides of the of the of the arena yeah, like I can see that working in like sports games, maybe open world games like billboards and stuff. But my big concern is that's not gonna work for everything, yeah. Like you said, and my second thing is how much are advertisers gonna pay for that? If you know, if the point of an ad is that it sticks out, you know, the point of an ad is that it gets your attention, it lets you know about the product. It's not a good pitch, like, hey, we want to. Give us money to advertise your stuff. We're going to make it seamless so the player doesn't notice. <laughs> like, you know, I don't think advertisers are really going to get on board with that. So that might force them to be a little bit more, like, aggressive in it. Well, because this is know, something my... that mobile games yeah. already do. Like, they do. do. So what what I'm expecting is, like, they'll, they'll start with, like, the sports thing. But where we eventually end, eventually end up is... Like, yeah, coin doublers, like, hey, do you, you want to get two times the amount of coins you picked up in that level? You watch this ad, you get double the coins or, like, double XP if you watch this ad. Yeah. Uh, type shit is where I'm expecting it to go. But Yeah, that's exactly what I'm expecting, too. Like, as soon as I heard this, I saw what they were saying they were going to do, and I'm like, it's not going to stay like that, though. <laughs> Let's yeah. be honest here. Let's be honest here. Um, we'll see what they do with it. If it's only coming to free-to-play games, I'm not going to be, like, as upset, you know? I don't want to see, like, Pepsi ads I'm playing God of War Ragnarok. The Microsoft <laughs> one The Microsoft one says free-to-play only for now, but yeah. the Sony one says that it's free-to-play and in their, uh, like, PlayStation games. Yeah, so that's something that's got me, like... A little hesitant I mean, we'll see what happens with it yeah and it also says that microsoft would not take a cut but sony is trying to figure out how to get their cut <laughs> so oh that's not good <laughs> yeah wasn't there already an issue with that with like one of the nba games that they had like ads and stuff between games yeah it was and that people... where like yeah. yeah, like between every load screen, there'd be an ad. Like this is already kind of already happening. The one that yeah. I remember is Wipeout. Um, one of the Wipeout games had. Uh, let me see if I can find it. One of the Wipeout games had, like a like bad ads in the loading screens, and actually made the loading like significantly longer because you, it forced you to watch the entire ad, even though the game was done loading. Oh, uh, Jesus. Here it is. Here it is. It was Wipeout HD. Jesus Christ, really? I didn't hear yeah. about that shit. Oh, that's... That hurts, man. 
That's yeah. like painful to hear about. My God. My but God. Yeah, in, the, in the top, you can see the ad. At the bottom, it's already done. The guy's already playing. <laughs> they they eventually patched it out because of the backlash. But yeah, it was like, watch this fucking State Farm ad. But watch the whole thing. We're not going to let you play until it's done. Like, yeah. So like that, that shit was like. Yeah, back in the day. Like, this isn't the first time they tried this. I remember Burnout Paradise had... It, Burnout Paradise did the thing. It had, like, the billboards were, like, real advertisements. Which um, is cool. Like, that I can get behind because it, it just adds realism. At least to me, it does. Yeah. So I can but get they behind were for, that. They were for, like, other EA games. So mm-hmm. I think they did eventually patch those out as well because they were, like, for games that had already, like, come out and had run their course. Yeah. But yeah, like they've done this stuff before. They just they just kind of they usually patch them out after. Yeah, after a and while. most of it gets like regulated too. A lot of people like don't like it. They bitch about it. Yeah, and it gets uh it gets changed. It gets uh taken out later. So we'll see what they do with this. If it sticks around, if it gets enough traction. Yeah, I mean we'll see. We'll see. Um, all they want to do is make their money. So, yeah. I mean, they can try making better games, but whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> jokes aside, uh, so we got uh, coming to the Game Pass. We always talk about this whenever some new games get announced. Um, we got some shit coming to Game Pass, man. We got F1 2021 available now on cloud. It's that Formula One simulator. So, you know, if you're into that, there's a thing for you. We've openly talked about not liking those kinds of racing games. But, you know, to each their own. I'm not going to shit on someone for their game taste. Unless you like the end of Kingdom Hearts 3, then I'll shit on you all day. But, <laughs> nah, jokes aside, um, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered is available now on cloud as well. Which is, that is my favorite uh, Need for Speed game. You told me, and I yeah. want to play it. I want to play it. I haven't played any, like, Need for Speed games or any real racing games, except for, like, Mario Kart. So, you're you and... Everyone else I've talked to has told me Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit is like the best one, and the remaster yeah. is like a great way to play it. There's only specific like, ones I like. It's, it's that one, Hot Pursuit. It's uh, Most Wanted, and yeah. that's it. <laughs> I'll check it out. We also got a Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion available on PC. That's a great fucking name. I think we talked about that <laughs> game before. Have we talked about yeah, that game it's, before? It's been, out. it's been out for a bit on PC, at least. So. <laughs> that is a great name. I love it. <laughs> uh, we got Seven Days to Die available on cloud console and PC April 26th. Uh, Research and Destroy is available on console and PC April 26th. Bug Snacks will be dropping cloud console and PC on the 28th. Yeah. Uh, you played that game and you like that game, so that'll be really cool to get game. into. It's great. Yeah. It's finally hitting the thing about it is it was only exclusive to PS5 when it launched. Now it's launching on fucking Game Pass, so on uh, on everything, so people people will actually fucking play it now. <laughs> yeah. I think it was on and PS4 looks... too though, but yeah. Yeah. It looks good and you're telling me that like it's a fun game. Like, that's the kind of game that like Pokemon Snap should be. Is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it's it's basically Pokemon Snap, but, but good. You can actually walk, <laughs> yeah, you can actually walk around and shit. So yeah, 
jokes aside, like I think Pokemon Snap was okay for the time it came out. You know, on sixty four. Yeah, yeah. The hardware limitations. It makes sense to make like a rail shooter. You know, photo game. Yeah. But now, like that shit doesn't fly now, and I think it's ridiculous yeah. that Pokemon Snap is still that same formula, despite the fact that's coming out of significantly stronger hardware. But also, like the story and the characters and Bug Snacks are just—it's hilarious, pretty charming. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. Now you told me the games are really charming, and yeah. I like that. I like really charming games, so I might give that a shot. It's on Game Pass, so I'm not gonna fucking lose anything but time. Uh, we also got Unsold is dropping April 20th for console and PC. Which we've, I think we've talked about this before. It's a it's punishingly like a, difficult action RPG. Yeah, not too dissimilar to like, you know, the Dark Souls formula. But a lot more like aggressive and fast. So, you know, I'm kind of my cup of tea. <laughs> it reminds me of like Bayonetta or like Devil May Cry, but 2D. Yeah, which could be cool to check out. I might check that out. I mean, it's again it's dropping on Game Pass console and PC, so I'm not gonna lose anything but time if I try it. Now, everyone who's out there, you know, we're not sponsored by Microsoft. We just legit think Game Pass is a great fucking deal, and you should be getting on in on this. <laughs> you know, if you listen, if you, if anyone listening that takes any of our advice, it's like it's get Game Pass. <laughs> it's a great deal for console and PC. Um. And some quickie news, you got a new announcement for a new Tales from the Borderlands dropping 2022 from Gearbox and 2K. Um, you can check the source in our show notes right here. It's a quick Twitter announcement that it's happening. New adventure, new characters, new tales. Yeah. An all-new Tales from the Borderlands is coming in 2022 from Gearbox and 2K. So, uh, no word if this is being developed by... Uh, by um, it's not. It's not. Telltale. It's not? This is, okay. is Telltale. has nothing to do with it. It's Ooh. just... it's. A Borderlands game made by your favorite people at Gearbox, who makes all the Borderlands games. Um, public I do not know how I feel about that because I have been very open about not liking the humor in Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the the best thing about Tales from the Borderlands is that it had nothing to do with Gearbox or like any of those original Borderlands. It had a little bit to do with those original guys, but. They, they, the, the the writers had nothing to do with the the writers who were yeah. involved with like Borderlands Two and Borderlands Three, um, and that was the best yeah. part about it. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what everyone tells me is that Tales from the Borderlands is like a fantastic story that's not cringy and actually funny, yeah. <laughs> unlike border, unlike you know the Gearbox Borderlands games. And not just funny, it was like there were moments where like super sad and you cried, or there were moments where like it got real intense and, and actiony. Uh like they hit every emotion that you could that they could hit and they did it so well. Uh, um, I don't know how I feel about this. I still have to play Tales from the Borderlands. I played the first episode like forever ago. Yeah. When it was free on PlayStation Plus. And I liked what I played. I did really like what I played. Then you got me the uh, the whole series on Steam. So I still got to download that and try it. Maybe, like, you know, I'm free this week. I can do it then. How long does it take to play that? I can knock it out in an afternoon, right? Or is that, like, completely um, more engaged? It's a Tales game, so, you know, each episode is probably, like, two to three hours long. 
five episodes. What is it, like five episodes? Yeah. Like, you could do it, and it's entertaining enough that you would probably want to do it, but you really got to, like, commit a little bit to it. Yeah, according to how long to beat, the main story can be completed in ten and a half hours. Yeah. With uh, completionists anywhere from 11 to 12. So... I could probably knock that out over like a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it took you me like two weeks to beat. Yeah, I did beat Kingdom Hearts three in like. Yeah, I was gonna say. Like like two weeks, and even it's then, I spent like a lot of breaks that. on it. Yeah. So I can definitely get through this. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I will give it a shot for sure. But um, yeah, this news is like I don't know. I was excited when I saw. New Testament Borderlands was like, oh fucking finally, the the one game that deserves not the one, but like this this is my absolute favorite Tales game, and I was I was like, okay, you you made a sequel for everything but fucking Tales, the one that it ends on a cliffhanger, it, like it's the one that's like most deserving in my opinion of a sequel, and they just they kind of answer those stories though, don't they? With like Borderlands three, because don't some of those no. characters come back? No. Oh. Really? Only, only Reese and Vaughn come back, and they fuck them up completely. Yeah. Like they turn Reese into a, like a mustache fucking, uh, like a joke. Yeah, joke, and then they turn Vaughn into this like dude bro, like muscle guy, and then the two other main fucking characters are have no appearance at all. Uh, Fiona and uh, Reese, uh, her sister, who, whose name I forget, but Sasha. Fiona and Sasha, two main fucking characters, and who else? Like Gordis, Loaderbot. Like there's so many fucking characters in that shit that have no appearance in that game, and it's and it's crazy because they they're so significant. But uh, yeah. oh wow, yeah. So yeah, no. Are there did... like are there their fates like maybe determined by the story? Like is it possible those characters can die so they just didn't bring them in to like? Not established canon, or you know, what? never mind. Don't tell me. I'll play the game well, <laughs> and find out. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, the way it ends, I think. Well, yeah. I won't. I won't tell you anything. But yeah. yeah it's yeah. I'll play through the game, and hopefully, we can talk about it like next week a little bit. Yeah. If you want, I'll play through the game when I beat it. I'll tell you, so you can have like a midweek show of like talking about Tales yeah. in the Borderlands. Well, I need to want. play through it again myself just to re. Uh, like reacquaint yourself with the yeah. characters. Yeah, just update yeah. my my knowledge of it again. Yeah, go ahead. We'll do it. Well, this is uh this is the first episode of our Game Overse Book Club. <laughs> Play yeah. Tales of the Borderlands and talk about it at the end of the week, um, or sometime next week. We'll figure it out. Yeah, that's not a bad idea for a show though. Write that down. Um, <laughs> uh, no jokes aside. Um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I know a big complaint i have about the games the story's like the writing's awful i'm sorry everybody who likes the stories from borderlands games but i don't, I don't think they're great i think this, the, the humor is really cringy it's not funny and honestly i suffer through it to get to like the shooting and the leveling and the you know the you rpg can't shit. skip any of it either it's just it just it just forces you to either listen to it all or just play the game on mute yeah that's what i I have podcasts running in the background when I play through Borderlands 3, so. <laughs> and I hate that it forces you to play through the game after you've beaten it. You just want to play true Vault Hunter mode and get to, like, the <laughs> end game shit. But no, if you want to play another character, you got to play the whole fucking game again. 
All right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this. I'm not ranting about this now. Um, <laughs> yeah, Gearbox 2K, New Tales from the Borderlands games set to come 2022. So this year, we'll see what they do, man. Honestly, they're probably gonna fuck it up. I think Gearbox has too much faith in their writing. That's like totally undeserved, but whatever. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe they'll surprise us, but we'll see. I doubt it, but we'll see. Um, we also got a release date announcement for Splatoon 3 that's set to splash down I like the pun there September 9th <laughs> I was say, did you come up with that? no that's on the Twitter <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's, I would never <laughs> um, yeah, yeah it's incoming Splatoon 3 September 9th um, I played Splatoon 1 a little bit back in the day never played Splatoon 2 I know they're popular, so. I know they're popular, so, you know, here's something for you to get into, all you Splatoon fans out there. Um, I like the comments on the tweets here. And one of them is, uh, we want the game on a summer, not on a school month. We want to protest. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of shows you the audience for this game here. Yeah. Why does um... it look like two, which look like one? Like, what, dude? Like, <laughs> Well, I think the only thing that I wanted from these games is um, matchmaking for, for the online. Because the, the thing is, what, one of the rituals in these fucking games is uh, uh, owning all the Christmas noobs. All the, oh, all, yeah. the kids, all the kids that get it for Christmas get fucking annihilated by the people who've oh, been yeah. playing this game for like their whole lives because there's no matchmaking so it just throws you in with veterans and you're expected to like at level one you don't you don't have access to any of the good equipment like it's all like level based like a like a call of duty would be yeah so like all the people who hit max level have all the good shit and you're supposed to face them at level one and it's just fucking oh yeah so you're just getting like yeah just getting the shop opened up on you by yeah. a bunch of like veterans yeah, yeah it's, it's so <laughs> i remember that i was one of those christmas noobs with splatoon <laughs> one i played that on sale when it went on sale for like black friday yeah. on the wii u and uh yeah i got my shit pushed in dude <laughs> like i got fucking wrecked I, I powered through it and got into it a little bit my brother my younger brother got like really into it for like a month straight and then just stopped playing it um <laughs> yeah so we'll see i mean hopefully nintendo will like update their online system if they want this to be taken more seriously i doubt it <laughs> honestly nintendo just doesn't do that but we'll see hopefully yeah. they'll do something but That's we'll the other thing is it needs like it's a very team focused game, so you need voice chat and you need to be able to communicate. Uh, and you can tell you can tell the people who are on Discord playing because they're just so much more coordinated than the people oh, yeah. who, who aren't. Which is but. fucking dumb. Like I get it. You don't want like kids talking to strangers. I get it. So let us do it. Let us use in game voice chat with like our friends list or something. Like yeah. There's no reason. If not, you're gonna have kids going on Discord, and you don't want kids going on Discord. Yeah. Like, let's be honest here. You know. You know, you you can't moderate Discord, Nintendo. So just do some in-game system. At least let us talk with our friends. 
I don't give a fuck about Splatoon, but let me do it for Monster Hunter at least. Like my God. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ on a bike. Um, but yeah, we got that announced. We also got a Sonic Origin set to drop on June twenty third this year. It's a remaster celebration anniversary edition of the first three Sonic games. Not gonna lie, it actually looks pretty decent. Like the animated content they're adding to it looks really cool. I like yeah. the animation here. Um, the game looks like it's running in a widescreen, which I don't think was a thing for other remasters, unless I'm... Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that was a thing. Not sure. I think the first game was the only one that got, like, a widescreen, like, port, and that was because... It was the, uh, the mobile phone one, which a lot of people, oh, yeah. like, really liked. It's the, I don't um, think the other games did that. It's the first three games and Sonic CD, too. Yeah. So, it's four games. Which could be what might be cool looking into. I'm not a big Sonic fan, so. Yeah. Now people are there's outrage here. There's controversy. You yeah, I that? heard it's got it's got like a tiered pre-order, right? Yeah, yeah. So. I didn't have a chance to look at the sheet. So like, what is on the tier here? Do you know? All right, so it is. So there's five different packs, or well, there's. I guess there's two different editions, and then there's different packs. So there's a standard edition that just comes with the game. Then yeah. there's the digital deluxe edition that comes with the game, uh, hard missions, and a bunch of like main menu fuckery, character animation in the main menu, camera controls in the main menu, character animations during music islands. And additional music tracks for Mega Drive Genesis titles. That's the uh. deluxe edition. And then, but some of the stuff you can only get with the with a specific pack. So if yeah. You pre, if you pre-order either edition, you get 100 bonus coins, which no one knows what the fuck that means. What are coins in a Sonic game? Uh, you un you get mirror mode. And you get letterbox background. And yeah. I, I think I... no one knows what the shit means. So it's just like and they didn't list prices or anything. They just say, hey, here's what the fuck these packages are. Uh yeah, it's it's Yeah, that's really scummy. There's not one version that comes with everything. Yeah. All the stuff here is like super vague. Like, what does character animation in the main menu mean? Like, who knows? And why isn't that in the base game? If it's just like an aesthetic thing, why isn't it just in the base game? You already worked on it. I charge you more money for it. It's yeah, this is super scummy. This is nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I think the deluxe edition does come with everything if you pre-order it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Wait, wait for Sega to fucking ruin a good thing. Like, they had something cool that I was actually praising them on, which I don't do a lot. I don't say a lot of nice things about Sonic and Sega. <laughs> and they finally get me to say something nice about them, and they yeah. fuck it up. Thanks they, a they lot even, for that. They've had a pretty decent track record for the past, like, year or two. So, at least, like, since, like, Sonic Mania, they've been having a pretty good track record they have not yeah, sonic up. forces came out like right after mania but whatever <laughs> i don't know oh, sonic yeah. force wasn't that bad it was like okay i played a little bit of it it's not bad it was only like 40 bucks when it came out 
But yeah, this is a this is a big this is a bad move. <laughs> that is a very bad move. This is super scummy and like very predatory. Obviously, you know this is confusing on purpose. Like I don't like it at all. Yeah, a lot of these are vague. Like, what does this stuff mean? And it's like forcing you to like, oh, you want those hundred bonus coins, don't you? Like, yeah, I do. I don't know what it does, but I want it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that one's the weirdest one, I think. But yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I hate this. Well, I mean, I don't condone piracy on the show, at least not officially. So. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, yeah, pirate this. Uh, <laughs> unless they fix it yeah. before it comes out. Yeah, unless they fix it before it comes out. Wow, that's like that Deus Ex. Remember that Deus Ex, like, augment your pre-order thing that they did? This is just like yeah. that. Yeah, well, Square Enix was doing a lot of that in, in yeah. those days, yeah. Oh, Jesus. If my fucking pre-orders look like... This shit looks like we're picking out a healthcare plan, dude. Like, what is this? <laughs> like, this is fucking complicated. I'm not wrong, right? Like, look at a chart for healthcare plans, and it looks just like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. All right, well, thanks a lot, Nintendo. I take back everything I said about you. You're still shitty. <laughs> uh, we got No Man's Sky Outlaws update is available now. Yeah. This is cool. This actually adds something that I'm kind of like interested in. Yeah, and reading this here, you can recruit a squadron of pilots. It's got improved space combat. It's got this thing called a solar sail starship, which I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. It's a, it's a starship that runs on like solar power, so like you don't need to refuel it with the traditional fuel shit. You can just ride past like a sun or something and and just just catch catch some fuel like that oh that's cool i like yeah. that and it, lo it looks badass too yeah i'm looking at the image it remind when i heard solar sail starship i thought of like the ships from treasure planet that's what was in my head but this is like way cooler <laughs> like i like this a lot See, this is cool. I like that's that's neat. I might get back into No Man's Sky now. Yeah. With this, just something like a little a little bit of focus on combat is is what I'm looking for. So, it, you know, they're addressing space combat here. I would like some on foot combat focus to really bring it on home. But uh, this is this is yeah. enough. This is a good step. Yeah, this is really cool. Like. Look at me, I'm not saying every game needs combat to be fun, but don't tell me this game wouldn't be more engaging with foot combat. Like, let's be honest it already here. Has, it already has, like, guns and shit. It already has, like, yeah. shotguns and assault rifles and pistols and shit. You just yeah. need to shoot at. <laughs> at least when you're on the ground. Unless you want to if kill they added, like, an actual, like, combat system with, like, outlaws or something or, like, some Space Federation to fight, like on foot, I'd I'd be into it. <laughs> that would like yeah. get me to like really get into this game. Yeah. I'm sorry, I got a I got a dumb lizard brain. You know, I like killing stuff, I like shooting stuff. Like that's gonna be cool. And God, that's neat. <laughs> that's really neat. Yeah. So now you can be a space pirate now. 
Okay. And some other news, a Nintendo-developed GBA emulator for the Nintendo Switch has apparently been leaked. And we got some uh, looks at some Japanese GBA games and an emulator running on Switch, you know, what it would look like, some of the UI inner elements. Could be cool. Yeah, I'm just upset. That... Yeah, it's going to be part of like their premium, like Nintendo Plus yeah, subscription. That's what the implication is. Um, this stuff is leaked. People have gotten to install these on their systems. Yeah. Uh, like it's gotten to that point. They've they've extracted this from the actual like firmware, so it's definitely like on the system already. Yeah. It's just not implemented or like finished yet. Yeah. So we'll and... see what Nintendo does with it, man. Like this could be cool, and honestly, this might. Ugh, I don't know because what they're asking for for that like premium subscription is I think too much. But adding some GBA games man, on the games, you know, it might be worth the investment. Might, depending on how well they run. Any any word yet on like the performance of these emulators? Anyone talked about it yet? No, I mean, again, it's not like it's not finished. So I think some people are just having trouble just getting them to work on their own. But they've they've shown some stuff unofficially running. They said like which one. Um, they said some of the Pokemon, like, pinball was running or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see with it. If they, if they have a good lineup of GBA games, honestly, like, you know, Metroid Fusion. Yeah, Golden you know, Sun. Zero Mission, Golden Sun. Yeah, that might, might, big might, big fucking might <laughs> get me to, like, invest in that, uh, their plus package. Might. Big fucking might asterisk, you know, all conditional here. Um, it all depends on the performance, the game library, or, you know, you can just like, let me buy the games individually. I'll do that. I already fucking bought fusion and zero mission on the Wii U. So let me just carry that over. But no, you want to make money off of the game. You already sold me again. So whatever. <laughs> Fuck me, I guess. Um, Dungeon Fighter Online has become the highest grossing video game of all time now, at an $18 billion lifetime revenue. Yeah. So I just put this in here because I thought it was interesting. That is interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> like, what the uh, fuck? <laughs> you think it would have been like... I don't know. I can't think of any other like free-to-play games that have had this like this type of like longevity. It may be some mobile game like like Well Dungeon Fighters got a mobile, or... doesn't it? It does now. I think it the mobile version just came out, I think. Or like I'm not sure when it came out, but I think it came out recently. But I think it's just Dungeon Fighter as a whole. The mobile version and the PC version combined. I think it's it's yeah, now the highest grossing. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the uh, previous was, but I, I I think it was some like Clash of Clans or you know some shit like that. Yeah, you think so? But even then, like th this topping any of those is is crazy. Because... Yeah. 
You know, I want to get into Dungeon of Fighter. Like, it sounds like it's made for me. It's like a side-scrolling beat-em-up with, like, really... I've heard it has really good, like, combat mechanics. It's, it's like a dungeon-crawling RPG. The best way I would compare it is Dragon's Crown. Which, yeah. I love Dragon's Crown. But it's Dragon's and... Crown, but what if it was pay-to-win and smack you in the yeah. face with a bunch of monetization bullshit that... You didn't want. Yeah, that's what's kept me from playing it. Like, if they had just released, like, hey, here's Dungeon Fighter, you know, here's a pack you can buy that just gets you the game. There's no none of that bullshit. I probably would have picked this up a long time ago. Yeah. But, you know, it's got this free-to-play stuff that just kills me. That's why I stopped playing Lost Ark, because it just, like, it slaps you in the face with, like, oh, here's, like, seven different currencies that we use, and they all buy different shit. As soon as I got to that, I was like, nope, I'm done. I am not yeah. going to deal with that. That is That's not something I want to do. That's the thing with Korean MMOs is that they're like, they've been like that since. There, there was a good documentary on, on YouTube from Never Knows Best, who just who, who spends two hours just talking about the history of MMOs, how they came to be, and where they are now. And Is this it right here, the history of MMOs and where it all went wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two hours, 44 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good... I, I found it interesting just... Yeah. Just him going over, like, the state of the world that MMOs existed in at the time, which is so mm. different than, like, where we are now, where you would expect an MMO to really thrive today, but they've kind of just tapered off in in a way that... um. Like they were biggest before we had like Facebook and and YouTube and MySpace and like that's when MMOs were really fucking huge and new, and exciting. And that's when they were most profitable too. And that's when like that's when I was playing shit where like it was like Ragnarok Online, which is another Korean MMO, where you saw like this kind of like monetization shit or or um Maple Story was another big one back then. Yeah, I remember Maple Story. Um, those ones that were like the same shit. It was like they had these big ass fucking cash shops where you just buy shit and everything was temporary. None of the items you buy were permanent. Like you buy things that were like thirty days, sixty days, ninety days. Uh, and those it's still that. It's still that, and they fucking love that shit over there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just crazy that that's. Um, Things stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what. And Nexon, I keep like, saying it's, it's, it's yeah. Nexon too. Like Nexon's always been that. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Ah, oh, God, I want to play Dungeon Fighter, but it's the the fucking. It's like this game was made for me, dude. But it's the free to play bullshit that's got kept me from playing it. Yeah. Oh, they're making a fighting oh. game too. So I heard, I heard it looks dope. The character designs are really cool. Yeah. Got this uh, monk girl that looks really cool. I like the way she looks. Like, there's some cool stuff in a dungeon fighter fighting game. What's it called? Do you remember what it's called? I'm about to like oh, Google dungeon D fighter. DNF duel. Yeah. Yeah, that looks cool. <laughs> it looks really cool. Yeah, I'll check this out. Um. We also got some uh, trailers here to look at, man. We got Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is launching July 29th. I am excited. Yeah. 
you guys know I love me some t- some uh, some Xenoblade. You know, I've made no secret about my love for Xenoblade. I don't know what the fuck's going on here, honestly, <laughs> but it looks cool. <laughs> it looks the performance looks a lot better than when we got in Xenoblade Two. It looks more on par with like the Xenoblade Chronicles Remaster, the first game, which I really like. I gotta go back and finish the uh, remake of Xenoblade One because I haven't finished it yet. But this just looks really cool. I like this. The, the the story, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Again, I don't know what's happening here. It looks cool. Look at this cat girl who looks like Nia. Yeah, it's got a huge party. So I'm like, what's going on with that? I got are these actually like commandable characters or is it like Xenoblade 2 where you know you have your main character and your blade like standing next to you? I mean, we'll see. We'll see with this. I like this though. I got Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is like one of my favorite games. Like I legitimately think it's probably one of the best GRPGs, GRPGs out there, one of the best GRPG stories ever. And this looks like just more of that. I can't wait to, for this game to come out, dude. This is probably gonna be a day one buy for me. I am hyped. I'm not gonna sit here and like analyze the trailer. You know, I'm not that kind of guy. But I've watched this trailer about twice now, and I'm really excited for what I'm seeing, and I can't wait for this game to drop. Uh, we also got a look at the Saints Row, the new Saints Row game. It's their Like a Boss Ultimate Customization trailer. Which, good to know, Saints Row is still keeping tradition with this like crazy character customization. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, that's... customization looks really good tons of oh yeah so which i thought you could only be because i know that there's a female lead character who's voiced and like has like an actress and everything so i was thinking that you would have to play as her but you can just you can just do whatever the fuck i guess yeah like i'm seeing like furries there's this chick with like elf ears is one of the customization options like yeah there's a lot here, and I'm okay with it. And that's one thing I liked about, like, Saints Row 3. And people say that Saints Row kind of went to shit with 3. But I disagree. I love the customization 3 and up. Like, the character customization is so complex. There's so many options to do with. Yeah. I've seen the community create some, like, ridiculous shit with Saints Row 3. And this looks like just more of that, and I'm okay with it, dude. Um, but also, it's it's eventually on PC. They did have some form of like official mod support, not through Steam Workshop or anything. But it was like you can just download mods online and just throw them in, and it would work. So I'm hoping that they have like some form of um, like official mod support for this, where you can just yeah. have additional content, like maybe through the Steam Workshop, hopefully. But hopefully, yeah. And that would just throw it. That would add it, you know, nine level nine thousand. Yeah, dude, I, I'm excited for this. Like, <laughs> Saints Row has got a special place in my heart, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was in college, I'd come home from from class, you know, after a stressful day, and I would just play Saints Row two, and I would just play some of the, the stupid mini games in two, and then it was the same thing with three. You know, I got home from school from work. And I would play through three and just slap people with a dildo bat. Like there's, <laughs> there's yeah. catharsis in how silly and dumb the games are. 
at least in my opinion. And I like that this new Saints Row game is kind of adhering to that. You know, they're doubling down on it, it looks like. And I'm excited. I'm I'm not gonna pick this up day one because I just don't I don't do that anymore, really. <laughs> Except for games I'm like really excited about. But I'm definitely gonna keep an eye on this and I wanna see where this game goes and if it does well. If the reviews come in and the day one reviews are solid, I might actually go and pick it up that day, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean it looks like fun. Yeah, and it does. That's kinda like all that matters, I think, to me. As long as it's fun. Like, I don't need a great story or... Same. Interesting. But it's got to run well, too. That's my big concern. Sure. I want this game yeah. to run well when it drops. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I hate to say it, but, like, you know, that hasn't exactly been a, uh, a consistent trend of games just working on release. Yeah. The, web, the customization, this looks insane. Like... I saw a hoverboard. Like, that's cool. I want to ride a hoverboard. Like, the trailer looks cool. All right, we'll see what what happens with that. But I'm I'm stoked. Uh, and it's something nobody asked for. Outriders <laughs> getting its expansion, World Slayer. I didn't know. I thought Outriders was abandoned. If I'm being honest with you, like I haven't heard anything about it since it came out. Actually, that's so... not true. It came out. I heard it sucked. And then I haven't heard anything about it since then. <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've heard a little bit about the state of Outriders um, following this announcement. Yeah. And apparently, apparently they fixed a lot of things. They updated a lot yeah. of things. They've, uh, they've, they've been working on the game since it came out. And apparently it's a lot better now than it was. Um, this, uh, this World Slayer thing is like an additional campaign that's, uh, as long as or longer than the, the base campaign, uh, has like just as much content, if not more than the base game, uh, for $40. It's like a full on expansion, $40. You get this whole new thing, a new ending, new campaign, new story, new like everything. Okay. Yeah. And this might be worth looking into then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm not I'm not picking this up day one. You serious? Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. But like that the 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 thing is like Outriders had like the concept is cool. Like the gun the gunplay, the way the everything meshed with each other it was kind of cool like the the classes felt different and distinct distinct from each other in in meaningful ways it's just i don't know for me the game was fucking busted um i i i will i played the demo and that's all i played of it i haven't played the full game but one of the things i didn't like it actually is the classes felt too similar to each other in the sense that the game had a system, right, that, like, forced you to, like, really be aggressive, if I remember correctly. Like, yeah. the game emphasized aggressive play. I can't remember what it was, but I think, like, you did more damage if you were closer to your enemy or something like that. It's, like, how the game worked. So each class and, had, like, a different thing, yeah. But all of them relied on, like, being up close was their thing, like... <laughs> they relied on doing damage, I think. Like, one, one class yeah. you healed, the more damage you did. 
Um, I think one was like, if you do melee damage, you you heal or some shit like that. Yeah, but the whole point of the game was like being really aggressive, so I didn't really yeah. see too much difference in that. If they were all like focused on like a class, like a DPS class, you know what I mean? Yeah. With some like little caveats and like how the minutia of the class works, but at the end of the day, it's still your your main thing you want to focus on is DPS. Yeah, I mean it's just guns and magic. Yeah. One other, because there was another class that healed based on like blocking damage, like the tank class. Yeah. More like damage. I gotta remember. I gotta rem- I haven't played it in so long. I mean, yeah. it's on Game Pass. So I might as well just like download it and try it. Oh, it's not on Game Pass or PC though, huh? It's just console. No, it, they, I think it did hit PC. That's how I. Oh no. Did it? I don't remember. I think it did hit PC. It did hit PC. It is on PC. Okay. Yeah, so that's why I ended up playing it. I'll give it a try then, because I haven't pl- I haven't even downloaded it, so I'll give it a try. <laughs> but it looks good. It looks, it looks like Borderlands without all the shitty fucking dialogue. That's why I wait, was like, I was thinking the same thing, so I'm like, yeah. okay, this might I might fuck with this. <laughs> yeah. I want something that scratches that Borderlands itch without being like dumb and cringy and yeah. Actually, jokes aside, I did hear that Wonderland, Wonderlands, Wonderworlds, whatever, is supposed to be like pretty fun. And but the the the, the dialogue is still like there. Yeah. But yeah, they took out vehicles though in the new Borderlands, which I'm okay with because vehicles are kind of annoying. Yeah, the 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 levels aren't really. It has like an overworld, like a Super Mario yeah. World three. Yeah, where you can like walk around and interact with shit. But. Yeah, I'll download Outriders and give it a shot. Then, if I like, I haven't played it since the demo, and I've heard they've, they've improved a lot of it since then. So, if it's good, you know, this is my new obsession. Yeah, but I'll yeah, Slayer. Yeah, I'll give it another shot. Maybe we can play it on Steam on like stream one day. But yeah, then we got a uh, World Slayer that said drop June third. Or sorry, June thirtieth, twenty twenty two. We also got an announcement for Loot River. We talked about this before. We did. I don't think we, we talked about it. When it was announced, we did. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was that weird, like, yeah, it was like that overhead action RPG, but it had this weird mechanic where you can, like, control these, like, platforms. Yeah. Yeah, this looked incredible. Tetris Dark Souls. Yeah. This still, looked incredible. Still does. Yeah, dude. The trailer here is like super cool because it's just like a boss fight. Yeah. With the uh, pans down, you see the announced the announced date or the the release date. This is a really cool like announcement trailer. I really like the way this is handled. Yeah. Yeah, that's soon. It's coming soon, so it'll be on Game Pass day one. So. Yeah, I am definitely gonna play this. Like this is this is like my cup of tea right here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got like a trailer of Kingdom Hearts four or something, but um <laughs> nah jokes aside, like they showed off um a trailer of Kingdom Hearts four. Um it's all in Japanese, so I don't expect to hear like, you know, voice actors you're used to who play the game in English. 
I'm gonna be honest, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Like, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 kind of ended, and there is some implication that Sora was sent to another world, especially with the secret ending there. He wakes up in some other, like, what looks like a modern-day Tokyo. <laughs> and this looks like it's more expanded on that. But I gotta admit, man, I don't like the design for Sora in this game. <laughs> it's like too realistic, you know what I mean? Like it's too anime, but like a realistic anime, and I don't really like it. Because one of the, one of the charming things about Kingdom Hearts is that it kind of meshed this like Disney and and uh, Final Fantasy anime aesthetic. So you yeah. had characters like really round faces. That's why Sora had these like big fucking shoes. Big feet. It was yeah. supposed to, yeah, it was supposed to match that like aesthetic, and it's not doing that. It's leaning more into like the Final Fantasy fifteen like realistic anime look. Yeah, which I'm not sure really works for Kingdom Hearts. If I'm being totally honest here. Yeah, this doesn't really looking at this. I, this is my first time seeing this. It doesn't really have any character. It doesn't have like any yeah charm to it. Like, you could have told me this is, like, Final Fantasy 16, and I would have believed you. Like, yeah. yeah, it doesn't have the, the same charm or character that Kingdom Hearts does, so I'm not really into it, to be honest. Um, I know B was talking about it in the, the Discord a little while ago. It's supposed to be this, like, new age of Kingdom Hearts, but honestly, I'm not impressed. It looks like it's doing a lot of that, like, quick, annoying quick-time stuff that Kingdom Hearts 3 did a lot of. Where there's really not a lot of gameplay, it's a lot of flashy, like, effects, and you just push a button to make it happen. Yeah. But we'll see, man. Maybe they'll change my mind on it, but I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not really hyped for this. I just feel too burned with Kingdom Hearts 3 that it's, it's hard to be excited for this. Well, you know, it's a new age. Of, what I want to see from Kingdom Hearts is just, I want to see a, just a, I want to just see them redo everything. Just give me a, a, give me a Kingdom Hearts, right? No number or subtitle and have it just encompass every game that exists up to this point. But like an, an abridged version, like uh, uh, just with the, the details we need and nothing extra so that. I can get one game with everything in it, but none of the bullshit. None of the none we'll of the just start stuff. over. Like do something totally new. Like I'd be okay with that. They just did yeah. a totally new game. What does that mean? I'd totally be fine new. With that. It could just be I mean, obviously like new in terms of like it'll look modern. Yeah. And and it'll play modern, but it'll encompass all of the story with none of the fluff, is what I'm saying. I gotcha. Yeah. So that you get all the story you need, because I don't know. Honestly, it's a like, mess. honestly, like you don't even need the story. Like, <laughs> I was into the story up until like three the three DS game, and after that, I was like, okay, they're just making shit up. And yeah, they are. <laughs> um, I would love to see like some early make give like a prequel game or something that takes place during this like Keyblade War. I know they got the mobile game for that, but fuck that, I'm not gonna play that mobile game. Like. Yeah. Which, by the way, the mobile game's important to the fucking story. Like, that blonde chick in this trailer is, like, from the mobile game. Or the red-haired chick in the trailer is, like, from the mobile game. 
So, like, I didn't even know that until, like, some Kingdom Hearts YouTuber was like, oh, here's some details in the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer you didn't notice. I'm like, well, yeah, I didn't notice it because it's from a fucking mobile game that nobody <laughs> played. That everyone tells me it's like, oh, it's important to the story. You got to play the mobile game. I'm like, no, I'm not going to fucking play the mobile game. Go fuck yourself. Um, I'll read, like, the wiki on it, but don't get, like, upset with me for like, not knowing what the hell's going on when you, like, separate the game out. I've played every Kingdom Hearts game that has come out on the original hardware. I played Kingdom Hearts 1 on PS2. I played Chain of Memories on the Game Boy Advance. I played... I'm one of the few people that actually played Chain of Memories, so I knew what was happening between 1 and 2. <laughs> because I played the GBA game. But the mobile game is where I draw the line. <laughs> I'm not playing that to get the story. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um... But this is like, uh, the story's a mess, dude. Like, I think they should just do a hard reboot. Don't even, like, don't even retell the original games. It's such a fucking mess. Just do something totally new. Let's just pretend the last games didn't happen. Give me a new Kingdom Hearts game that doesn't have anything to do with the last series of games. Or do the Final Fantasy thing and just have every numbered entry be like, a different fucking, a totally different story that's not connected to the last game at all in any way. Like, just do that. I think that'd be the best way to do it instead of trying to, like, stitch this stuff together in a way that obviously doesn't make any sense. <laughs> ah, I'm ranting again. I'm done. I'm gonna stop before I make, I take over this whole episode of my Kingdom Hearts rants. Um, We got some game releases, everybody. We got Demon Gaze Extra set to drop April 26th on PC. Um, I looked at, looked at this a little bit because I never heard of this before. And it's just like a first-person dungeon crawler. Nice. Which, you know, could be good if that's your cup of tea. I'm not really into those games too much. The sprites are, like, very simple. I think we've evolved past, like, these simple sprites for uh yeah. you know rpgs see i would play this if it were not on pc if i didn't have to yeah. sit at a pc to play this like i would play this handheld this looks like a vita game i bet this is on vita or like ds or something it just looks it just looks like it was one of those Yeah, it, it looks like a Vita game, and I'm not really too impressed with it. Maybe on Switch it'd be cool. Yeah. Um, we got Zombie Army 4 Dead War. So Zombie Army games, I know they're like a spinoff of the Sniper Elite games, but they don't have anything to do with those anymore, right? They're just like their own thing now? <laughs> I think they're their own thing now. Which I've actually heard these are like pretty solid, like horde shooters, apparently, allegedly. I've never played it, but I've we'll heard their campaign. Yeah. That BJ Blaskowitz? Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. What are you talking about? One of the guys looks like BJ. It, it kind not it's not him, but like it like kinda looks like him now. A little bit. Like a little bit. Yeah. He's not big enough to be BJ, I think. Yeah. But yeah. I see what you mean. I should probably mention this because, like, B's been uh, blowing up the uh, chat a little bit, but uh, apparently Dwayne Johnson, his uh, Seven Bucks Productions company, uh, 
is looking to make an It Takes Two movie, and apparently Amazon's going to be working on distribu- distribution. Oh, fun. Yeah. I mean, I liked It Takes Two. We got we to go back and finish that, dude. Like, I really need to finish that game with you. Because yeah. I had a lot of fun playing through it. Um, which could be cool. You kind of didn't care about the story, right? Like, I think I cared about the story more than you did. <laughs> I didn't care about the story. It was more like the gameplay I found interesting. Yeah. Just how they kept mixing it up. Yeah, I had fun with it. I thought the story was pretty funny. The The book, the Book of Love character made me laugh a lot. I just liked his accent. His accent was funny. Um, so we'll see if this translates to like a full-ass movie. I don't know if it will work, honestly. I think most of the fun was in the gameplay mechanics, which you can't really adapt to TV or a movie um, that well. I just want to give a little update on the Zombie Army 4. <laughs> yeah. Right now it is $12 in the Microsoft Store. Wait, what? It's a 50-hour game. It's $12 right now. And the Wait, what? Yeah. Are you serious? I am serious. Actually, the collection... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It's $12 right now in the Microsoft Store. Not. This is not a drill. This is This is real. It was free on the Epic Store last year, a um, years ago. According to the Microsoft Store, Zombie Army 4 is on Game Pass. It's also on Game Pass. Well, so probably maybe don't buy this on Steam or Switch. Oh. It is on Game Pass. I can legit just like download this now. Okay. <laughs> I was, I'm like, this looks good, but... Is this a horde game? My bad. I, I completely, uh, well, I either derailed what you were talking about, or I put us back on the rails. But um, no, I was done. Just like <laughs> I, I know B would like. I know B was getting a little antsy. So yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, it takes two movies happening, and Dwayne Johnson's attached to it. The zombie army trailer looks insane. Are those vampires? I'm like what? I don't know what these are, man. But the those are like ugly, like Nosferatu vampires too. I want to like... play this though. <laughs> Me too. Like I, I, as long as it's not a, like a fucking like horde. You know how you like you're locked into an area. Uh, like as long as it's not like a Call of Duty zombies mode. It's not. Um, like I, I want an actual thing. It. Like I want an actual campaign you go through. With four players, like that sounds fun. It's a horde game in the sense that, like, you're getting from one point to another. Think of it like Left 4 Dead. Yeah, that's what I'm looking but, for. But, like, with a story. That's what I'm looking like a, for. a bigger story, yeah. This might be worth looking into. I'm, like, I'm installing it right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'll try it. Well, that's coming I'll to Switch uh, Tuesday, so. I mean... I'm not going to buy it on Switch, but okay. Yeah, but for the people who are going to make that mistake, um, they can do that on Tuesday. Uh, we also got the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. That is dropping April 27th. Yes. Is this So this is an expansion of the Stanley Parable that came out in like 2013. I played it's the Stanley a, Parable a little bit. It's an expansion. It's a remake. Um, it's a it's a remake with just a tons more additional content. 
It's not telling me like how much it costs. Yeah, I better get this for free. Considering I already own the game, but uh Yeah, or at least I got a discount, like give give me give me a discount to like upgrade it, you know, don't charge me to buy a whole new game. Um Yeah, they said everything you remember has been recreated. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it is. I gotta go back somehow. and play. I didn't. I didn't get all the. I didn't get all the endings for it. So I, I want to go back and play it again. Yeah, and get a better understanding. Uh, but what's cool with that is that that's actually its first release on console. It's coming out on PC as well as like Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. So it's its first time on console. So that'll be a yeah. great way for console players to experience it. Yeah. Um, I liked it. It's a fun kind of avant-garde storytelling like satire slash comment critique on video games yeah yeah Yeah, just it deconstructs what you expect from a video game it was like the first one to kind of really do that um so you know it had a lot of copycats or a lot of people just experimenting the idea of what it actually what a video game actually is or what a video game should do yeah yeah, it's hard to explain without spoiling it, but... Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, this this only parable is the kind of game, I don't care how old it is, I'm not going to spoil it, because everyone should really try it. Yeah. Um, Especially if, like, you've been playing games for a long time, like, this game will kind of take apart what you expect and what you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like it a lot. So go check it out. April 27th is dropping on everything, so if you don't already own it on PC... There's your chance to get it on con- on your console of choice. Um, also dropping April 27th, they got Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. I forgetting. <laughs> this is that the uh, free to play competitive battle royale. Battle royale yeah. Masquerade Vampire the Masquerade game, which honestly, do we need another battle royale? Like, really? No, but here we go. You got the one. powers and stuff are kind of cool, but I don't know how well it's going to differentiate, especially with a game like Spellbreak, you know, which was one of the most, like, I think unique Battle Royale games ever, wasn't able to gain traction. I doubt this will, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's be honest. I'm just being realistic here. I want this to succeed because it looks cool, but the Battle Royale genre itself is so oversaturated. I don't think of it is and the fact you can create your own character it has these like really cool like vampire power mechanics you can feed on people to like restore health and get stronger but i don't know how well this is going to work really if i'm being honest i'm sure it'll it'll find its audience and it'll again man spell break (laughs) yeah exactly spell break was again one of the most like I think it's the most unique battle royale like ideas ever, and it's still it couldn't even gain traction. I doubt this will too. Yeah. Especially for a series like Vampire the Masquerade, which is kinda niche already. Like you know, if you're not a fan of like the tabletop games, which I doubt anyone's playing the tabletop games like really now. You know, yeah, you have to look at the video games, which the sequel like, still hasn't like come out yet. Shit in general, so. That's true. That's true. So maybe the vampire thing won't get that audience, but this isn't like 
this isn't the mid 2010s anymore. Like, are vampires really still a big like draw for people now? Like, I think so. And you get pretty the character customization is pretty. It looks pretty good in this too. You can kind of does. You can customize things up pretty pretty nicely. So yeah, so this could be cool. Yeah. Yeah, this could be cool. I mean, we'll see. I hope it does well. Honestly, I just want the new Vampire the Masquerade game to drop already. You know, what is it? Bloodlines? Yeah. Bloodlines 2? What is it called? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that looks incredible. Like a really fun, like, open world, like immersive sim RPG. Yeah. This game, I think what it needs is cross-platform. I think everything needs cross-platform now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It really hit. When the hell is Bloodlines 2 set to come out anyway? Like, that game got announced forever ago. I think it got delayed or canceled. It's in, like, a state of limbo. There was shit happening with it that was not, yeah. Remember? There was some controversy. That's a bummer, because this game looked cool. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. I hope Blood Hunt does well. I hope if Blood Hunt fails, it doesn't affect Bloodlines. But I know it will. <laughs> I know it will. I mean, it's a different publisher and everything. Developer. Is it? Yeah. Alright, so maybe it won't make a difference. We'll uh, see. Actually, this is their only game, so... <laughs> oh, God, this is nothing going right, dude. <laughs> oh... It's from an IP that's, like, not really that big anyway. Ugh. From a developer that... From a publisher developer that hasn't made a game before in a market that's already oversaturated and people yeah. are already getting sick of. Yeah. Well, it looks if okay, you're not though. Fortnite, you really can't survive in a Battle Royale now. At least I think so. But I have Fortnite or Apex. Or Apex. Even Apex is moving away from the Battle Royale stuff, right? They're still doing it, but they're still doing it. Yeah, but they've thrown out new modes that are like, hey, here's some like non-Battle Royale stuff. The thing is, Apex hasn't hit like plat or platforms or like cross-platform or mobile yet, so yeah, which they're still planning on doing. They yeah, haven't even so. they haven't hit their final form yet. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with this. I mean, hopefully it does well. I might try it. It's free to play, so fuck it. I'll give it a try. Yeah. But right now, it's only to come out on PC and PS5, though. So that's also, like... Yeah, it's cool. on PC, which is already, like... Has a ton of, like, Battle Royale games you can play. And it's on a PS5, which no one owns right now. Like... Yeah, they're fucked. Yeah, dude, this game is, like... I will legit be surprised this game does well. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, I will be surprised this game like does well, dude. I'll be surprised this game is still running a year from now. <laughs> Let's do it. Actually, you know what? Hold on. Hey, Siri. Uh -oh. Set an alarm for exactly one year from now to check on Vampire <laughs> the Masquerade. <laughs> Wait, can Siri get that specific? How about a reminder instead? Perfect, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, set an alarm for a one year from now. for the 23rd of April, 2023. 
<laughs> okay. There we go. One year from now, we're going to see what Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt is doing. <laughs> I'm going to try it out just because, I don't know, it looks like it could be interesting, but. Yeah. It could be April 27th. So in a couple days, five days. Oh, four days? Yeah, four days. My math is wrong. So we'll see. Uh, we got Thursday, April 28th. We got Bug Snacks dropping on PC, Switch, Xbox One, and Series X. Uh, we already talked about this game a little bit earlier. Looks cool. I like that it's coming on PC. It was already on PC, wasn't it? It's an Epic exclusive. Right, right. Yeah. It was on Epic. Right. This will be cool to see. It's going to be on Game Pass, so that's that's where I'm going to play it. You talked about yeah. this game a bit. Did you ever finish it? I finished it, yeah. Yeah? Yeah? They said there's some oh, DLC out. coming out, I think. I saw a piece of news that said there was a DLC coming out. Oh, yeah, the Isle of Big Snacks, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be exciting. That looks cool. And we got our Rogue Legacy 2 dropping on PC, Xbox One, and Series X. I gotta admit, like Rogue Legacy 2 looks like a huge improvement over what the first Rogue Legacy was. Yeah, that first game was pretty basic in terms of, like, it did one thing and it did it pretty well. Um, this looks like it's expanding on all those ideas, so... Yeah, this looks really cool. I want to check this out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check this out. Uh, we got uh, Tasamachi, Tasamaki Behind the Twilight. That's at the drop on Switch and PS4. What is this? Like a venture game? Uh, 3D game platformer. Oh! Yeah. Interesting. It's a Mario 64. Interesting. Um, it looks really looks floaty cool. from like the gameplay here on Steam. Is that what you're looking at? Yeah. Alright. Looks alright. How much does this cost? 20 bucks. This looks like a $20 game if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. What's that plugin you got that's like showing uh oh all different the, prices there um, yeah it's uh enhanced steam is that what it's called oh augmented steam augmented steam yeah i'll check it out i'll check it out like you know i'm not the kind of person who likes to play pay full price for games so anything i can do to save some money i'm gonna do it It'll tell you where it'll tell you the how low it's ever been, the historical low. And it'll tell you like where the current best price is. Good. Yeah. Got a Nintendo Switch Sports. Oh sorry. Oh no, you're good, you're good. Yeah, we got a Nintendo Switch Sports set to come out April 29th. A lot of people are excited for that. Heard good things about this. The, the uh, people who've gotten to play it early said good things about it. For the most part. I think they said like yeah, the, bad, the badminton and the tennis are pretty like pretty much the same. 
So I'm not surprised. That's so kind of how it was with like we sport like we sports resort. I think it was kind of the same. Yeah. Just some like Joy Con cool. stuff. Yeah, people have been asking for like uh Wii Sports like for the Switch forever, so Yeah. It's cool that it's happening. I don't I don't know if like the Switch has the same like casual install base the Wii does the Wii did. But people are excited for it. People are talking about it, so this might do pretty well, but we'll have to wait and see when it finally drops, like what those numbers look like. But I, I honestly don't think it's gonna sell poorly. I think it's gonna do very well, if I'm being totally honest. It'll do well, obviously not as well as original Wii Sports because the shit yeah. came with it. But yeah, like this should be a bundle in. Like I can't believe the Switch doesn't have a, a bundle in game, or like it did like not like one that j- it just comes with everything. Like um, I remember when like one two Switch came out, <laughs> I bought that fucking shit because it was like nothing else. It was like that and Zelda. Yeah. I got mine like about a year later, I think. So I was able to get Zelda for pretty cheap. And my local Best Buy was like giving out like Rabbids or Rabbids, Mario Rabbids with it too. So I got those two games. Yeah. So that was cool. I got those two games. I had fun. Still so, solid. I still think Mario Rabbids is a great game, and I'm excited for the sequel. <laughs> I gotta go back and finish the first one, though. Um, yeah, the Switch Sports looks dope. It looks dope. Yeah, it does. I mean, I'm not gonna it play looks it. Cool. But, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna play it either, so that's not made for me, but it looks <laughs> cool. It looks cool. Yeah, I think that's it for the show. Yeah, that's everything. Thank you, guys. This is episode... What episode was this? 101? This is a great show. Uh, it was great talking about games. A great ranting about Kingdom Hearts Four, Kingdom Hearts Three. Wasabi, tell the people where they can find us, man. Guys, you can go to gameverse.com. You can go to gameverse.com/slash/twitch. You can go to gameverse.com/slash/youtube. Gameverse.com/slash/discord, where we just uh, we just hang out and chat, have a good time. Uh, we'll be playing some video games this week. Games like uh, Life is Strange, True Colors. Games like uh, what? What else did we? Zombie uh, Army. Yeah, man, yeah, Zombie Army for sure. Uh, I want to play that Anvil game with you because you talked about it a bit. I played a little bit of it and I liked it. Wait, we didn't play, like it play together. No, we've never played it together. No. Okay, we'll play some Anvil. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, Kingdom Hearts. We love Kingdom Hearts. To the extent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to do it That's like the show, man. Yeah, thank you, everybody. You guys are all beautiful. Everyone be safe. Have fun. Peace in the Middle East, whatever. <laughs>